Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. All week, we're celebrating 175 years since Edgar Allan Poe first published The Raven. It's an iconic poem, I think, and one of the most recognizable. You know, I I remember when the earliest episodes of The Simpsons Treehouse, they. did kind of a take on the Raven and stuff, but that's not what we're going to talk about. And we're not going to talk about the 1935 film called The Raven that you should should watch. It's actually really good. It's Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi in the film together. Um, I mean, Bela Lugosi is even credited as Bela Dracula Lugosi, so that should tell you something, but that, that one's awesome. And we're not talking the 1963 Roger Corman, which... That's worth price of admission right there. One uh, film with Vincent Price and Peter Lore, and again, Boris Karloff. This is about like sorcerers and stuff. Uh, Jack Nicholson is, is in it too. Now, we're going to talk about the 2012 film, The Raven. I'm not saying it's the weakest of the three, but well, it's, it, it's definitely not the strongest of the three. I'll tell you that. So, The Raven... Like I said, it came out in 2012, uh, starring John Cusack, Luke Evans, Alice Eve, and Brendan Gleeson. Phenomenal, phenomenal cast. Directed by James McTeague, whose name you might re- recognize. Uh, debut film was V for Vendetta. Also did Ninja Assassin. After The Raven, we're going to do Survivor and Breaking In. Um, has done Since 8, Marco Polo stuff for Netflix. So, still... Getting work after this film, which is hey, there we go. Um, so the the movie, I, I watched it again. Well, I say again, as I was watching it, I guess I blanked out on a lot of parts because I didn't remember exactly how everything went down. But I watched it recently, and man, it it feels like somebody was taking an Edgar Allan Poe class in college, but had just got done watching Seven, and might have been on something and wrote this screenplay. Um, that, that being said, I mean, you know, it was a screenplay that was turned into a Hollywood movie, so somebody liked it. It was written by Ben Livingston and Hannah Shakespeare. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting take. It's kind of like an Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter, because it opens with a little screen and some dialogue uh, talking about how Edgar Allan Poe was found, you know, in the park. He'd been missing for a few days. He was delirious, wearing somebody else's clothes, and then he died. And that that part is true, 100% factual, as we'll look at later on in the week. But uh, And even when he died, he he was talking about somebody... He kept saying Reynolds. Uh, It's Reynolds. And so... Nobody really knows. But that's how the movie opened. So automatically, if you're not 
a huge Edgar Allan Poe person, you know. Uh, even if you watch The Following, that, that old, not old, <laughs> that Kevin Bacon show that was on Fox for a couple of seasons, you know, the first season was all about Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, yeah, that's something not a lot of people know, so you're automatically you're kind of thrown off, like, wait, what, what's going on? And you're wondering, is that real? Is it not real? Well, it's real. So it opens up with a murder scene. And the police are trying to figure it out, and they, they, they're stumped. It looks like these people were killed in a locked room and everything. But then this detective named Emmett Fields, played by the amazing Luke Evans, um, who's done so, I mean, Three Musketeers, uh, The Hobbit, he was in The Furious movies, the most recent ones, Beauty and the Beast, he was Gaston, um, just so, so many things, Midway, uh, that just came out a couple of years, well, I guess that was in 2019, uh, you know, he plays this detective, and he figures out that, no, it's a, there's a trap door, trap window, just like in the murders in the Rue Morgue. And so he brings in Edgar Allan Poe, played by John Cusack, who I love John Cusack. I I do. He's one of those people that if he's in a film, I'm down. I'm going to watch it. You know, he's really as far back as I can remember. I've always loved him. Uh, you know, Better Off Ted, um, Say Anything, you know, I was only, I was little, but as I got older and went back and rewatched some of these movies, I just, oh, Bullets Over Broadway, Gross Point Blank, and then he did a little film, uh, Anastasia was awesome, that's not the, the little film I was talking about. He did one called War, Inc., back in 2008, that it's kind of quirky and dark comedy, and I don't know, I really liked. So, he plays Edgar Allan Poe, and he's trying to, he's down on his luck, um trying to get the girl, Alice Eve's character, uh, Emily Hamilton, and Alice Eve, you know, she was in, she's out of my league, start drinking the darkness before we go, everything like that, and her father, Brendan Gleeson, who, it's Brendan Gleeson, he's awesome, but he just not having a lot, Brendan Gleeson, like, threatens the shooting the first time we see Gleeson's character, but they go on, and, um, Fields brings Poe in, and they find the body of this guy named Griswold. Now, here's something that I thought was funny and liked until I did a deeper diving. So, the character Griswold is actually a reference to Rufus Wilmot Griswold, who was uh, Poe's enemy. I mean, they were bitter, bitter rivals. And even when Poe died, Griswold stepped up and wrote like an obituary and then later a biography and stuff about him that was mostly lies like he lifted stuff from other people's work where that they would use to describe villains and he used that when describing poe but it was so popular at the time that now a lot of stuff we we think is true because of what griswold wrote you know about just how much of an alcoholic and drug addict and uh, sex craze and everything Poe was, but we learned over time that that wasn't a hundred percent true. So this, the writers kind of threw th that guy in the. He's the one that gets murdered, pit in the pendulum style. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, a little haha. -ha. But in this movie, you'll notice that John Cusack sports like a 
a goatee, kind of. And the real Edgar Allan Poe had a mustache. Well, that's changing the character enough that they don't have to pay royalties to anybody or any estate or anything. So the the writer's like one step forward and two steps back in my book. So anyway, they find this guy dead. And as it keeps going, we find more and more... Uh, you had like the Mask of the Red Death style murder, uh, the cask, everything like this. And it goes on and on. And eventually, um, actually, about the the middle of the movie... Alice Eve's character gets kidnapped and locked away, and so it makes everything even more extreme. By the time it's all said and done, Poe figures it out um, and offers his death in exchange for Emily's. And, I mean, is it a spoiler? Like, Titanic, spoiler, the boat sinks. But, spoiler, Poe dies at the end. Um, He manages to free... I, I won't tell you who the killer is, but... He manages to free Emily and then Fields, Luke Evans' character, uh, gets gets the revenge later on. So, you know, it's it's not a bad movie. Um, I think IMDb has it sitting at like a 6 out of 10, 6.2 out of 10. And it, it's, it's fan fiction brought to life is what it is. And not that that's bad, you know, it... Made its money back. It was a twenty-six million dollar budget. Made about thirty million, so not not the best. That's why we didn't get you know the Raven two, the Ravening or anything. Um, they would have found a way. the The film itself, though, had a long journey to being made. At one point, it was supposed to star uh, Ian McGregor as Poe and Jeremy Renner as Fields, which would have been cool, but. McGregor dropped out, and Joaquin Phoenix was going to be in it at one point, but he dropped out, and Renner dropped out. Uh, Renner dropped out to go do Mission Possible, so good on him. And it's, you know, I mean, the cast is good, and as much as they try to have, like you said, like Poe nods, I mean, the trailer was released on the anniversary of Poe's death. So, you know, they, they try. And for that, I would say it's worth watching. Don't spend like $30 to buy it or anything, but you know, because uh, it's not on any streaming service that I found. But I remembered I did own the DVD, so I went and like dug up my DVDs and, and found it and watched it. So it's, meh. You know, if you can get in that like $5 bin at Walmart or something, or on Amazon for cheap, pick it up. You know, especially if you're a Poe fan. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but don't expect like Academy Award winning writing or acting or anything. It's a fun movie. It's kind of silly. It's not scary. But, you know, check it out. And after you do, let me know what you think about it. If you liked it or not. Um, If you think it's a masterpiece, please let me know. If you think it's hot garbage, please let me know. I'm kind of in the middle. So I'd love to hear what you think. And you can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or anywhere on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, wherever. Just look for The Night Nerd. You can also follow me on Twitch at NightNerdPodcast, or you can email me, NightNerd at TheNightNerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.